Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me every Tuesday and Friday to talk all about Bravo TV. On Tuesdays, I report on all the latest news stories happening in the off-screen lives of our favorite Bravo celebrities. And Friday bonus episodes range from one season wonder recaps, Bravo celebrity product reviews, book club discussions, very random deep dives, and so much more. Sit back, grab your drink, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. And before we get into today's episode, I just want to thank you guys so much for donating to the sponsor level through ACAST. So as you guys know, I don't do Patreon because honestly, these shows take so much goddamn work. And the thought of having like 200 people listen to one of my episodes that take 30 years to produce and record and edit it just doesn't feel fair to me or to you guys. So thank you so much to the people who have donated. Really awesome. This show takes a lot of work. And again, like I say, like everything I do somehow costs so much money. So the donations that you guys have made really help the show keep going on track. And I just wanted to say thanks. Anyways, today's episode is blessed with the presence of Jasper. He is Bravo Happy Hour's international correspondent. He's usually here for deep dives, which we are in the process of working on a really good one right now. But he has come in to save the day today as a guest has backed out last minute. And we're going to talk all things Bravo news. Welcome, Jasper. Hi, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back on a news episode because that's been ages. I know. I don't even remember. I think, uh, I don't even know. I actually might have been the one in person where I had to scrap the episode. <laughs> no, it wasn't the one after where we were in the studio with Mercedes. Or was that oh, before? Yeah, let me see. But I, I think it was in person. Yeah, <laughs> if that puts a timestamp on anything. <laughs> Pre, pre-corona. So, okay, everybody knows we did our High Society recap. Are you surprised about Scott and Tinsley's breakup? We've got to talk about it. I know we've already talked about it on this show, but we got to do it. Well, yes and no. I'm not really, really surprised. <laughs> but on the other side... Would have been nice for her, her if it worked out, but well, I mean now she could come back to Roni. Yeah, I don't know if she's gonna go back to Chicago. I mean, like, why would she go back to Chicago? Well, they could actually start High Society Part Two in <laughs> Chicago because, <laughs> I mean, the last one was just after she got divorced from, from Mortimer. 
Oh, so yeah. now she could could have this as her high society next level. 2.0 in Chicago. <laughs> Ten years later. <laughs> exactly. Bring on the same people. Okay. Not. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Well, speaking of some boots on the ground information, my friend is in Hawaii right now. She was at the pool at the Ritz-Carlton. And guess who was there? Scott. Deborah Denise. <laughs> you wished. <laughs> Scott was there with some girl flirting poolside so clearly Scott has moved on and my friend was able to get a really great selfie of herself with Scott in the background and then she said at a certain point she's like he knows what I'm doing like he knows that I'm a Bravo freak so thanks to my friend who's there getting us all of the hot up-to-date drama she texted me and like immediately like I dropped my phone and I was like I need to process he's already traveling after a major breakup, he's really bothered, clearly. Right. Well, I guess it's his rebound. And maybe it's another friend of Carol's. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, how did Carol and him know each other? <laughs> like, was that ever discussed on the show? No, but we know Carol was always with the cool kids, wasn't she? I yeah. mean, and Scott is just so cool. Yeah. Like, say something, but not cool. <laughs> <laughs> So things have been very busy in Bravo land this week. Andy filmed the Dallas and Summer House reunions, and he filmed the Atlanta reunion last week. But Dallas is going to be a wonky one because Carrie Brittingham flew to New York, was tested for COVID, tested positive, and then Brandy and Carrie had sat next to each other on the plane. So they had to quarantine Brandy as well. So the rest of the ladies will be in person, and Carrie and Brandy will be digitally zooming in to the reunion oh my so god stupid. it's so stupid <laughs> like it's gonna look um, so wonky yeah but then also like why don't they test them before they get on the flight like i yeah. would be like you take a test before you fly to see that you're negative and then after we test you again and everything like I don't get it. But then also, like, honestly, I don't even want to see Carrie and Brandy. They annoy the shit out of me this season. Well, that's, like, the frustrating thing. It's, like, those are the two people who I feel like need to be on the chopping block the most. And now I'm, like, they're going to be, like, oh, sorry, there's Wi-Fi issues. <laughs> like, they're trying to, like, address Brandy's, like, <laughs> Asian phobia. <laughs> like, they're, they're going to be, like, I can't hear you. You guys are on mute. <laughs> That was probably their plan. I mean, I'm not for conspiracy theories, but I have one. I reckon <laughs> Carrie knew that she was having COVID. So Brandy, she told Brandy, and Brandy was like, I'm going to sit next to you on the plane, and I can't go to the reunion, then they can talk to me about it. That was a really, really good impersonation. Um, I, I know, I was surprised. I'm so glad. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming to the reunion today, Andy. I really appreciate what? you having me here. <laughs> what? She got bitch. Also, like, I love, like, this God shaming that they've been doing on Dallas this season, where she's like, Deandra, you're not a God-fearing woman because you go to a shaman. A shaman who can put in extensions really well. Like, what like you're not a god-fearing woman and i love like mama d's being like she's right you aren't you're a uh, bad christian and the devil came down from georgia what is that song Never went no down to georgia. 
<laughs> but I use the term uh, cafeteria Christian all the time now. That's something <laughs> Deandra really gave me. I really like that expression. I do too. I've called my mom a convenient Catholic because <laughs> things are very convenient when like she needs God to strike me down for some of my choices. She'll be like, what did you think about that? Well, Jesus wouldn't have, I'm like, oh, Jesus, like, wh- who's he like, in this conversation? Like, where does Jesus fit into my life right now? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, Jesus hang out with homeless and the ho- and horse as well, so. <laughs> That's true. Like, we do run in a similar group of people. <laughs> I run with a very fabulous circle of people. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm waiting for that skit or sketch or spoof where they're like the real housewives of the bible <laughs> oh my god that must exist on tiktok somewhere the people on tiktok are so like clever i'm like i can't even ever think that quickly well maybe now we should cut this out of the episode right? <laughs> nobody can steal our idea we're gonna, we're gonna be tiktok stars yes okay we're gonna go viral i swear <laughs> we're gonna go viral by tuesday <laughs> which is like so weird did you see that like addison ray girl i think it was i don't know any of their names um she was like on jimmy fallon and it was like Addison doing TikTok dances and she was just like doing the TikTok dances in the middle of like a, the studio and it looked just so uncomfortable and stupid and then you like look at her and you're like oh my god like that's what your career is based off of a 17 second dance and of course like I don't want to take something away from someone like she got followers and did whatever she needed to do to get there but she just looked so uncomfortable and he, Jimmy, like, is such like, a lecherous freak. It's like, what are you looking at the 16-year-old dancing in a belly shirt in front of you? Like, what are you doing? Like, this whole, this whole world is twisted. I don't understand TikTok. I really don't. So call me old. <laughs> I mean, I like a lot of them. Trust me. Like, I'll watch them, like, on Instagram. And it cracks me up. Yeah. But I'm not, like, able to download the app because I have a friend who's so aggressively addicted to TikTok and she like showed me her like weekly usage of TikTok and it was like 41 hours or something I'm like oh, you're God. spending days of your life on an app and it's just like scrolling scroll like I don't even know if there's a scroll I think it's just like an automatic scroll which is like dark that's a deep dark hole of scrolling and mindless activity I do have the app I don't understand and when I open the app it aggressively starts. <laughs> like, just You're like, give somebody me a shouting at you. Yeah, give me a second. Jeez. I follow two people on TikTok. <laughs> Nobody follows me. Oh, I have You're going to get a lot of followers never... after our Jesus thing. So just wait. Just right. see, wait. I don't even know how, where, where do you find those dances they're all doing? Is there like a tutorial? I don't get it. I really don't get it. I think there's like, I mean, I, I'm guessing there's like some sort of hashtag thing, um, but I tried to learn the Savage Yeah, but they the- just dance it. But then it's like, yeah, but I need to see the original so I can dance it as well. Oh, well, yeah. Also, you're like a professional dancer. So yes. it's like, I can pro- you can probably remember some steps because I tried to learn the Savage one in the beginning with my friend. And like my brain just like cannot compute choreography. <laughs> like I cannot remember things in order. And even I was like when I was a kid, I was always bad at ballet too. And I was watching these home videos with my parents <laughs> like a couple of weeks ago when I was home. And it was like I was probably like four. 
And it's like all of the girls in the ballet class are like very regimented, like doing all of their things. And like, you just see me like staring at myself in the mirror, like not doing any of the right moves. Like, and if I did do the move, it would be like three seconds after the other girls did it. So I was like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to Got it. And even like, there was like this thing where you had to like jump over a mat, which like, wow, even I couldn't jump over a mat. I would like run around the mat. I'm like, I'm not jumping over the mat. This isn't my thing. Like, I just, I need to freestyle. I'm a freestyle, like more club dancer, not structured dance. Oh God, I can't wait for your version of the WAP. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna learn the wop dance tonight that that's gonna be what i do after i watch the bling ring and um other things which if that gives you guys an idea we are doing a pretty wild deep dive and if you guys want to watch that to get psyched for those episodes which will come out in a couple weeks uh where are you watching it but some are on youtube but i've been watching them on nbc's website they are on YouTube, but only from episode four. And it's really small. It's like when you do full screen, it's still like a small screen on the bottom. And there's just a picture behind it. And also the voices are speeded up. So it's <laughs> like you're watching a cartoon. <laughs> okay, you guys. So your real option is go to MVC and watch it there. If you have like cable, you can access it for free. Or unfortunately, yeah, go to Amazon Prime. You probably will be able to find it. But hopefully by the time that episode is out, I'll be able to find some like bootleg version I could send to you guys. But yeah, it's, I mean, we exclusively deep dive horrible television shows. And this one is by and large the worst. And like not even, like, it's just like horribly produced. No plot lines. And yeah, the fact that like Alexis happened to do like um, home robberies in the middle of the show, like really gave it something to talk about. But like, had that not happened, what would that show have even been about? Which like, okay, we probably shouldn't even talk about that on this episode right, right here because we're, ta- we're tapping into other podcast content. <laughs> and so it is. And so it is. Well, let's start today's episode on a really interesting note. Andy Cohen the other day tweeted that we're gearing up for a special Bravo Kids episode of Watch What Happens Live. With Brielle Bierman, Riley Burris, Frankie Catania, Brianna Culberson, Gia Giudice, Shane Keogh, boo, Victoria Delisseps, Albie and Chris Manzo, Brooks Marks, Noelle Robinson, Avery Singer, and Kyra Whitfield. Post all your questions for them now. I'm very excited for this and I want them to be on their own show. Like, let's give them like a 13 episode thing where it's like a real world situation. Pass. You're I'm past- not excited for, yeah, I'm not excited at all. Really? I think this it's is like gone. Good. Yeah, but no. Yeah, but no. This, uh, watch, watch, watch what happened episode. It's just gonna, it's gonna be boring. Because well, it's still gonna be like the kids. I mean, they're all um, adults, but it's still, I'm sure it's gonna be all PG. What, what, how do you call it? <laughs> Clean. Good, yeah. healthy Christian fun. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, not, it's like, definitely it's not gonna be, Christian be like fun. so. Brielle, <laughs> did you suck anyone for John Legend's <laughs> tickets? So Brielle, whose dick did you suck for those tickets? <laughs> exactly. Nobody's gonna. They're not gonna ask the really good questions. Yeah, I mean, Brooks, what did Jen Shah's vagina really look like? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Also, like, bringing Shane Kehoe is so outrageous. Like, he was so abusive towards his mother. And they're like, you know what? Andy just wants to fuck Shane Kehoe. That's what right. it is. Andy's like, let's right. get a really, really hot guy on the show. And, like, that's just such an annoying and frustrating throwback. Like, I can only imagine who was upset that they didn't get their child invite. I wonder... So Andy said that he heard from two moms the day after this came out saying, why wasn't my daughter included? And I think first and foremost, it has to be Jill Zamorin. Like, I feel like she feels so slighted about this. Absolutely. Which Jill Zamorin and I say Shannon Bedore. Yeah. I could see, yeah, because Shannon's oldest daughter, like, they tried to make her a thing. They're like, she's writing a book. It's like, uh... Lock. Ladies of rock. (laughs) <laughs> she's like um i'm gonna play guitar while countess one sings <laughs> <laughs> girl group uh and i think kyle richards might have been a little about her that one of her daughters weren't involved but i couldn't see farah stooping so low but i feel like she no. is trying to make portia a thing even though obviously she's a minor so she can't really do it yeah and then i was thinking maybe even some of the miami women Mm. Might have been like, I want my daughter, my son. There was this one, I forgot her name. Apparently, she's in talks going back to the Peacock version, the blonde one with the son who, did he set a homeless person on fire or just punched <laughs> a homeless person? <laughs> Was there a homeless person on fire? Uh, again. Oh, that's so only punched people. a homeless person. Was it Alexia? The other boy was a- Yes, and the other boy was in a car accident and who got yeah. um, disabled, a poor boy. So, well, I don't know if anyone... Oh, yeah. Well, I doubt that Leah Black would have been like, I want oh. my son to be on this episode. So, <laughs> well, I'm thinking Karen see. Huger was probably butthurt that her daughter didn't get invited. But I would, like, actually... Like, I think Raven is, like, a great girl. Like, I think she yeah. is, like, a well-adjusted young lady. But even... Like, if minors, I love Giselle's daughters. I loved, like, this past season. They're, like, truth-telling to their mother. They're, like, dad is trash. Like, yeah, he's a good, (laughs) quote-unquote, dad. He lives, like, four states away. But, like, he doesn't love you like that, mom. And she's, like, "Mm, you girls are very wrong. We're together. (laughs) And then it's, like, the binder comes out. Monique's binder time <laughs> which supposedly Monique is actually doing some kind of like binder by bi- bi- what does she call it she called it like bible um she called it like bible's bonfire binder time or something and it's a thing on Patreon where she's gonna like talk and spill the tea about things that were in the binder it's like Monique hi the binder's done Bravo fans after the season kind of forget and like move on it's like we don't need to keep talking about the binder like what's in there a couple receipts printed out versions of text messages lisa vanderpump has done that enough times we don't need to see it anymore yeah the season is over move on come with something else next time we've seen the binder we need <laughs> the binder is not the bunny i mean the yeah. binder was great but it's not the bunny not the bunny or again everybody knows and has been like shut the fuck up we know you're watching beverly hills right now but um when camille came to read the ball gag <laughs> at lisa vanderbilt's birthday party <laughs> i really liked that uh it, there's nothing like rewatching housewives like from start to finish because now like 
I'm just so in it and I just hate Vanderpump so much like I like her as a character <laughs> but her like I mean to quote Camille Machiavellian <laughs> behavior <laughs> is so frustrating and I love seeing her get taken down and then her like blaming the other women and she's like I'm getting a new kitchen because the last time I was in this kitchen Kyle and my friendship was over I need to completely gut renovate my kitchen. Thank like, God, that's a really charmed situation for you. A friend of mine finally started watching The Housewives because they're on Netflix, so people start watching it over here. And she totally got addicted, but she's still on season one of uh, Beverly Hills. So the other day, we were out and about sitting by the water because the weather was really nice. So I gave her all the rundown of what happened. <laughs> like, Russell died. This one did this. One is going to prison, probably, but you don't know her yet because she joins in like five seasons. <laughs> I spoiled it all for her already. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Russell's dead? <laughs> wait, <what? Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wait, hold on. Just to throw back to that punching a homeless person, Rojas Wise and Miami star Alexia Echevarria had her son, who was 20 years old at the time, arrested because he, oh my God, made a YouTube video of himself, like face the camera being like, I'm going to go punch a hobo. And then he go, went and punched a sleeping man in the groin and began to ran a, run away. I mean, yeah, this is not cool. I mean, this homeboy, like, took what Shep did to another level right. of like the being disrespectful to homeless people. I mean, other than obviously like Bethany who like compared herself to a homeless person when it's like, no, honey, you have like six or seven properties. I don't think you're homeless, but okay. I still don't know why she blocked me. Yeah. I can't find, like I can't go back that far in my Twitter or I can't be bothered to find a tweet that I have must have sent her. I mean, I also think Bethany is someone who, like, stays up late at night and, like, goes through hashtags and just, like, blocks, 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 blocks. Oh, it's yeah, like, of course. Move on. You're engaged. Aren't you happy? Get off Twitter, bitch. Like, Get off my jock. Get off. Oh, my. Honestly, like, this fucking dog, like, annoys me so much sometimes. And I, like, looked at her the other day and I was like, get off my jock. And then I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> turning into bethany and this this is my cookie this is my cookie <laughs> <laughs> but um again about this bravo kids episode i mean how old is shane keo now he must be like 40 40 something right like that's not a bravo kid anymore this is just like a, like a bravo adult he's oh he's only 34 yeah. that's shocking Who's 34? Shane. Only? Yeah. That's bizarre. He's so hot. Oh my God. He's so hot for an abusive piece of shit. <laughs> and even like one of okay. the first episodes of uh, OC, it was like Shane and his friend. Vicky was like, I have gophers in my backyard. He's like, we're going to come over with our pet, like our pelicans, and we're going to shoot the gophers. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. We all we all should have known that OC was problematic from the jump. <laughs> the, I, right. I mean, the Joe Delarosa, the concubine <laughs> living in that house, <laughs> like wearing like French maid outfits when Slade would come home. I'm like, oh my god, you poor woman, get out of his get out of his situation. His... <laughs> 
rest in peace, Victoria Gunvalson's first face. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Slade had a lot to do with like all of her desires to right get him in first, <laughs> like, Piggy! Miss Piggy, like that was, and then obviously like Kelly Dodd like took that and ran with it. She's like, oink, oink, bitch. I loved that video. I mean, it's so annoying because Kelly like turned into being such a horrible housewife in person in general. But before this past year where we like only thought she was just like a nut job, she was so funny. Like uh, again, funny is terribly mean. But horrible, funny, but terribly mean. She had made that video to Vicky where she was like pretending to be like the pig emoji. <laughs> She's like yelling at the phone. To her. <laughs> I'm a little piggy. I'm whatever she says. Fucking cruel. Oh god. So we don't know when this episode will be airing, um, and we don't know if any of their moms will be appearing, and I don't think so. Also, one other person I think was probably about her was Nene Leakes, who had been trying to make Brent a thing for a very long time, where she was like, Brent's going to be a comedian. It's like, okay, Nene, Brent is not funny. I don't even know him. I don't know him, but I know he's not funny. Stop trying to make Brent happen. Yeah. (laughs) Um, all right. So yeah, I mean, interesting, but we shall see. So moving on to some Roni news, Luann Deliceps has been confirmed to be joining the untitled miscellaneous tropical spinoff show. <laughs> the ladies are set to start filming in Turks and Caicos in April, which I really like because the Roni women actually went to Turks and Caicos. And if you can remember, one of my favorite places that I've been to in Turks and Caicos was the Conch Shack, which is like this beach bar and the ladies went there and Bethany and Carol got really mad because there was like a hot guy who I think owned the place and they were like trying to wear with him and then like Ramona like comes up and like immediately cock blocks them and won't even let them have conversations like she keeps turning her back to them and like both Bethany and Carol are like I hate Ramona like she is a horrible friend (laughs) like she is just in it for herself wow Really yeah, I can't wait for this show, but I wonder what it's going to be like. Is it just like, well, a housewife's family vacation, or <laughs> is it going to be like Survivor-ish? I'd hope they don't have to do stupid games and stuff. Like when the women, uh, Atlanta women went to Greece, and they did those games on, on the beach, on the, in Lindsay Lowen's beach club. Remember that? Oh, like, I don't yeah, want them do to do that. stupid games. I just want them to hang out, be drunk, and like talk about stuff. <laughs> yeah, talk about like sex and their. I like. I wonder if they're going to like get like a little bit more meta and talk about the show as a whole and like what being That's on what reality like TV has say. done for them. And but also like it's going to be a pissing contest as who's got the biggest dick. There's Melissa Gorga, Teresa oh, DJ, yeah. Cynthia Bailey, Kenya Moore. Kyle Richards, Lisa Renner, Ramona Singer, Sonia Morgan, and now Luann Deliceps. And also, like, no Potomac and no Dallas. The same as the fucking kids special. Bravo. If you want all your shows to be equal, give Dallas and Potomac a chance, a fighting chance to be major shows on the network like the other ones. But no. But no. Yeah. That's not fair. But I do hope, I really want to see, I mean, I hate Teresa and I hate Kenya. I don't know whom I hate more. I reckon I hate Kenya more because she's an asshole. But Teresa is just dumbest dipshit on the mm-hmm. fucking planet. And I do want those two to get into a fight because Kenya is going to drag Teresa. Yeah, I mean, 
this is like a whole new group of women to call out Teresa for going to jail. So that'll be big. There'll, there'll definitely be some jail slinging comments. And I mean, it should be really fun. It should be really interesting to also see like Ramona again with black women. I think that's also a very threatening thing. Um, we saw the season 13 trailer for the new season that's coming out on May 4th, which is like, feels like so soon. The trailer is so good. Like painting naked men, nipple covers, you know, Ramona stepping foot in Harlem. It's just, it's going to be great. I, I cannot wait. I know, and I'm excited for flesh, uh, fresh blood <laughs> for that um, Ebony girl. Yeah, she seems awesome. Like, I love yeah. her in the trailer, and she seems like a real spitfire <laughs> and fun. Even, like, Luann, like, I don't remember, like, they didn't show, like, what the context was, but um, Ebony was, like, not to be a dick, but, like, I am, more, like, more educated than all of you women at this table. And Luann is, like, don't tell me you're more educated at my home. And she's, like, um, what? And she's, like, I can leave. And she's, like, get out. <laughs> It's like Luann, just because you were an Italian game show host doesn't mean like you were like educated, like you were a nurse. Yeah, that is like very honorable, but I didn't see you like getting your, uh, you know, nurse's hat on and pricking people with vaccines during a time where the country needed nurses. That would have been good publicity for her. Yeah. Her and Kim Zolciak being like, oh my God, we're going back to I mean, We're going back to where we started. <laughs> Honestly, like, I wouldn't want to get vaccinated by Kim Zolzia. I'd be scared. I, I would not know what would be in that. She'd have, like, uh, <laughs> like red wine in the vaccine thing. She's like, oops, wrong container. Oops. Uh, it's probably Botox or Restylane or something. <laughs> I mean, still could use that, but not as a vaccination and not in my arm. <laughs> So also we saw in the trailer that Luann was dating a guy named Garth, 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 which like anytime Luann dates someone, her entire life is just exclusively about that new dick, which like I appreciate. Luann doesn't really have much going on, especially now during the pandemic where like she can't be a cabaret superstar like she normally was being. So she obviously had to find someone to bang. She prances around with Garth, lots of FaceTiming. All the ladies are like, Garth, 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 okay, stop talking about Garth. And then it came out recently that they have broken up. So that was a whirlwind romance, I guess. Wow, too bad. I'm devastated. <laughs> I'm devastated over here, if you can't tell. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, speaking of her other ex-boyfriends, said very liberally, Ray from the iconic dry cleaning party freak out where he was talking about how him and Luann dated and they went to Ibiza and all that stuff. He is actually engaged and his wife is pregnant. So congrats, Ray. I am so thrilled for you. And I hope Luann is dealing with this news. Uh, hold on. He, he is engaged and his wife is pregnant? <laughs> no, no, he is pregnant um <laughs> no yeah she is pregnant and he is engaged his fiance is pregnant yeah his fiance is pregnant not his wife i was oh. a bit confused <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry yeah well, so love oh is in God. the air good for him i thought he was gay but hey yeah whatever <laughs> i got the kind of gay vibes too um just like by the way he was like 
speaking about himself. No, I don't know. Take that out. <laughs> I hope he is off drugs. Wasn't he coked out to the max at that dry cleaning party? He had like oh. coke rage, like I've never seen before. And also, like <laughs> I love that Ramona got kicked out of that party. <laughs> <laughs> Kick Ramona Good out of times. her parties. Well, moving coast, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season eleven was supposedly coming out this week. Rumors were flying that it was coming out. We didn't obviously see any trailer, but Sutton Strack has officially been confirmed to be a full-time housewife, which is great. Last season, she was just a friend of because she wasn't willing to show her children on television. So now are we going to see her kids? Are we going to see that part of her life? I hope so. Well, I'm really happy that Sutton is full-time. I really liked her last year. I think everyone kind of liked her. In the beginning, maybe not, but later on, everyone did. Um, I doubt that they're going to show the kids. But I wonder if, like, I mean, now that she she's a full-time uh, cast member, she needs to be reintroduced, right? They're always, like, introduced the new housewife. Yeah, I think they'll um, do, like, more at-home scenes with her and give her a yeah, little bit more they, context. Yeah, exactly. They have to do, like, an introduction video so we know who Sutton is officially so i wonder if it's gonna be like in kyle's old house i know isn't that bizarre so if you guys don't know i this happened when i was on my um depression break um <laughs> but it's hard because like there was like a month and a half that i didn't do any shows and like i have sleepless nights over things i haven't talked about on this show that happened during that period mm-hmm. but i'll get over it um <laughs> uh so sutton actually ended up renting out Kyle's old home while she I guess is looking for her new forever home to buy which is bizarre like there's a trillion homes in Beverly Hills why would you want to move into Kyle's house it's sloppy seconds I know I know bizarre. exactly and like Kyle's Maybe old house was nice but like nothing to freak out over like I wouldn't bend over backwards to live there Sutton's old house was nice too. I liked it more than Kyle's old house, but I mean, at least they have houses. <laughs> unlike they Bethany. own houses. I mean, unlike Bethany or Jen Shaw. <laughs> I mean, Jen Shaw. Like, I saw actually a picture of like the house that she was living in before she started renting the ski chalet. It was like a beautiful, normal, modest home. <laughs> like, lady, you can, I mean, you can't just be in a house like that on these shows unless you're robin dixon but like you're living such a lie and i had a nice listener reach out to me saying she had worked with her for a while at some place um out west and she was like really nice and she was an executive assistant but she felt like a lot of the people like she took people's phone numbers and information from clients at that last company and scammed them so I was like, that's not surprising. I'm not surprised. I really think this girl is going to get it bad. And she's been posting like willy nilly on Instagram as if like none of this is true. And, and it's kind of delusional because it's, it's like very, very much um, true. And I guess we'll have to wait until October to see what happens. Click, click, bitch. In the words of the great Kim D. Cling, cling, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited to see Sutton. We also have Crystal and Kathy 
coming on this season as well. We're not sure in what capacity. I think Kathy might be full-time and then I'm not sure about Crystal just yet, but it seems like Erica Jane is really getting buddy-buddy with Kathy and Crystal. And supposedly rumor is, is that Sutton is the only one who is making Erica be accountable for her actions. Teddy Mellencamp is no longer on the show. So someone has to be holding the crew accountable. As we know, this show is very much a bunch of people sweeping things under the rug, especially money issues. I really hope she's going to be talking about all that stuff. I still don't believe it, even though Andy on, I think on some podcast or whatever said like, yeah, she's talking about everything. I still don't believe it. Right. I think like Erica Jane is so calculated, like after her first season or after some season where she was like, yeah, I have a binder going through every scene that I was in on The Real Housewives so that I could make sure that I have perfect rebuttals for every single thing that happened. It's like, oh, so you're like really just coming on here to be a robot with an alter ego, <laughs> like not to be like a real human being. I, I think she's going to become a professional spin doctor on this one and really find creative ways to to talk about this, to make herself look good, to make herself seem bamboozled. She was bamboozled. Oh my God. How did, how, how do you not know you have millions of dollars extra in your bank account? Also like the income that she's making touring and her record sales are not enough to like pay for her glam or her touring or tour buses. Like that shit is expensive. It's expensive to be a pop star. (laughs) So like none of that like would make any sense. That's from like years of me working as a business manager for like genuine real musicians who have like actual money. It's like really hard to make real money, especially with like production values like hers. So for her to be like $5 million in my bank account, of course this makes total sense. It's like, you're not John Mayer. <laughs> like you, you just have like liquid cash like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I still like her as a... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Character. I don't know. <laughs> as a yeah, a character, I guess, on the show, but uh, I doubt that she's gonna talk about anything. So let's hope that Sutton holds her somewhat accountable and gets something out of her. And now we said it. And now we said it. You guys, I will say I'm so fucking into Beverly Hills. It's like, <laughs> what has happened to me? What has happened to me, you guys? I don't know what happened. I will say, like, once Lisa Rinna started, I thought the show kind of went downhill a little bit. But fucking sign me up. I have, like, 
I'm on season nine right now. And then season 10 is the one with Garcelle and Sutton. So I'm just so embarrassed by my ability to consume so much television in such a short amount of time. <laughs> you wonder why I can't get my episodes out on time. <laughs> I'm like, um, I'm very, very busy. My corporate job is really killing me. <laughs> well, staying in Los Angeles, Vanderpump Rules star, well, ex-star Jax Taylor is now being exposed for owing $1.2 million in state and federal taxes. So an unpaid federal tax lien was filed in January. States that Jax owes more than 860 k to the feds. Jax's alleged bad blood with the IRS goes back to 2014. Um, and he still owes $23,000 to the feds for that time period. And then in 2018, he had almost $200,000 added to that balance. And then in 2019, 650 k was added to his unpaid balance that year. So all of this with the adjustments and whatnot equal $1.2 million. And I just want to say, bro, this is not surprising. <laughs> like, this is not surprising at all. And like, you buy a million dollar house and 37 scented candles for Britney. Pay your taxes, like all the rest of America. Except Get your rid GTAs. of your ugly muscle cars and pay off your fucking taxes. Pay off your taxes. Idiot. It's not surprising. And I talked about it on this show because, again, like I worked in business management. So I basically was like an accountant slave. And, you know, you see so many people like not understanding like the proper taxes you need to pay when you have a business, even like for this measly little show and like the small income that I make. Like I have a business guy who handles my taxes and my money and making sure that we're paying all of the right things. You know, you have to pay yearly fees for businesses, you have to pay taxes on certain amounts of dollars. You have to send, like, there's just so many intricacies to having a business that people just don't know, especially like when you're dumb and stupid and start making a lot of money really fast and have no ability to like monitor it or to know about taxes. And like, I understand how it can be that difficult, but like, once you get into the public eye and, and making good money, like you need to like get an accountant. <gasps> this crazy idea, <laughs> getting an accountant. Well, I heard or read somewhere that he went on IG Live and blamed it on his accountant. Oh. I couldn't watch it because I've been blocked, so have you. Um, Wait, hold on. <laughs> Speaking of my blockage, you guys, a couple months ago, I he unblocked me. So he unblocked me, and so I've been able to see everything for the last few months. Then I went yesterday to go look for just information to see if there's anything on his page that would be interesting to talk about on this show blocked again on bravo happy hour then i went to my personal blocked on my personal my personal which i don't ever post anything bravo related and i haven't posted anything about vanderpump rules since mid-march on my page and it had nothing to do with him so i am just baffled by this blockage and i i want to know what the impetus was i want to know what it is but I have a feeling like homeboy like goes through his like block list and like unblocks people. And the moment that baby is born, he is going to be unblocking. He's like, I'm going to need as much press as I can freaking get. Also like, dude, <laughs> you're a public account. I can go into an incognito tab and find you immediately, which like is so embarrassing that I'm like, I'll show you Jack Taylor. <laughs> Look at me. I can, <laughs> I can still watch everything you do. <laughs> as if anyone cares what he does. Or his wife. 
I just want him and Brittany to host a press conference like Karen Heger did to discuss her tax issues. I want both of them to be in camouflage tight outfits and then not discuss any of the taxes. <laughs> That's what I want. Right. Um, and also have no food. They just serve champagne. And I think there were pistachio nuts or something like at that press conference as well. Well, they can serve me my beer cheese. Oh, God. I would do anything do for that right now. And they can do it on IG Live because I don't want them back on the big screen. <laughs> oh, God, no. Well, just move to Kentucky, people. I really don't like care for them. I feel like that's a matter of time. I think, like, once I don't know, I don't know what would make them move. I mean, Jax is going to have to pay off this $1.2 million debt. So he's going to have to start selling things off. And their $2 million well, house maybe. in Beverly Hills. They could buy right. their venue, wedding venue for $2 million. <laughs> <laughs> well, they probably have to sell the house so they can pay off the taxes. And then they have to move to Kentucky because they only have like $800,000 left. <laughs> and they're going to live in for sales. For sales. Well, I also saw on Instagram that Jax is now teasing that he is going to be writing a book. Oh, right about what? Every Bravo celebrity needs to get the pen taken out of their hand. We need like a stop on Bravo books for at least two years. Like it, it's just it's just too much. Last week we talked about Dorinda writing a book and Kim Richards' book being shelved which like that's the frustrating one because it's like if any book comes out I want to read Kim Richards oh god yeah that's gonna be a shit show but yeah I would rather read that than Jack Taylor's book and what what would it be about lies He's like, this is a book about all the things I've lied about. I was a veteran. Remember that, guys? Speaking of other felons who have had tax issues, Real Housewives of New Jersey star Teresa Giudice and her boyfriend, Louis, finally met ex-husband Joe Giudice in the Bahamas this past week. And I feel like Joe and Teresa have a great post-divorce relationship. Like, couples who can sell sex toys together, I guess, stay together as friends. Like, that's great. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah, those bloody sex toys. But um, I think it was on Bitch Sesh where they had a cameo from Joe Judice. And he said that he's not no longer with the company who made the sex toys. Oh, he's doing it on his own now or something. I don't know. But like... The whole sex toy thing has been done. It's been done by Candy Burris. So in like a real way. Like she's really doing a great job yeah. with toys. And would you buy dildo from Joe Judas? No, I feel like there'd be like accidental like pasta sauce on it. Like like I'd open the packaging <laughs> and there'd be like three drips of Ew. Sunday sauce. <laughs> this is disgusting Gross. I don't know where that came from I'm sorry should we end the show <laughs> uh, yeah I mean I I don't know about I don't know about Jody DJ sex toys yeah I've, anybody I would definitely prefer to have candies and candy like I was talking about on a show I don't even know the, the, the years of doing this show it's like my thoughts are just one big mess um I was talking about how I want to 
host bedroom candy events <laughs> and like become a bedroom candy like saleswoman and maybe like it's like Avon where like you sell a certain amount and you get like a pink Cadillac like I feel like I could end up getting a pink Cadillac from from bedroom candy <laughs> with a big dildo on the side of it <laughs> right okay. giant rabbit <laughs> so Teresa and Lewis met in the Bahamas the family looks very happy supposedly Lewis is a Scientologist I don't have much no. information about it but Mercedes told me yesterday Lewis Rulejas from Digital Media Solutions which is a media company doing media 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 which like also now <laughs> like trust no media company that has just media jargon a la Jen Shah like people keep your eyes out Let's see. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Also, there's like a <laughs> this um this article is just called Teresa Judy J shows off her new Scientologist boyfriend. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, wasn't she looking for like a nice Jewish man? And she's like, I don't know. Jewish Scientology. Basically <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> Not Christian. <laughs> she can't even spell Scientology, I'm sure. No, no. She's like, I before E except after C. What is it? Uh <laughs> okay, wait. I need to like know more about this Scientology vibe. Okay. Oh, okay. This is like potentially a stretch. The best thing I came after, Louis is a businessman, the co-founder of EVP, located in Clearwater, Florida, Scientology capital of the world. Take a look at the photo. Yeah. Is Joe what? Okay. Okay, people, I don't think this is like, I think it's like a quick jump to say just because you're from Clearwater, Florida doesn't mean like you're a Scientologist, right. even though like I believe Jax Taylor lived in Clearwater, Florida. I, I think like at one point, <laughs> I remember Clearwater, Florida. Like, why am I such a fucking weirder? Like, why do I know this? Oh, I guess he just hangs out there. Oh, they've, yeah. The, Jax Taylor and Brittany Carr enjoy family vacations in like Clearwater as well. Good for them. I mean, are you enjoying the season of New Jersey? That's okay. I mean, it's not a secret that I'm not the biggest fan of Jersey. I do like Margaret, of course. I yeah, mean, Margaret who doesn't too. like Margaret? And I'm going back and forth with Jennifer. There are moments where I really do like her, and other times I'm like, dude, get rid of all the fake Chanel you're wearing. It's fake. It's all fake. Yeah. That is very, very true. And I'm a bit over the non-existing storylines they all have. I mean, there's like nothing happening. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I do you believe this Joe and Melissa thing? Like, I believe, Oh, bullshit. I believe that like he is uh, like a very old school in his mentality about what a woman can bring to a table and a family. I believe that wholeheartedly. But I think like the freak out in the car was either like just him being like wasted or they like agreed to have a little bit of drama that night. Yeah, that's what I think that, that they decided beforehand that they're going to like have some drama about them having marriage issues or stuff. And I do think, yeah, he's quite conservative and old school, but I also think it's an act he's playing as well. Like with the daughter and like, you're gonna go out with your belly button out and no, and she's not gonna have sex till she's 35, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I think it's like this 
I'm an old school Italian act he's yeah. putting on. Because remember back then when that awful Amber Marchese and her Worst disgusting person. husband um, little weasel bitch. out or had a, like didn't want to pay for college for the gay okay. stepson of of hers and Joe said tweeted something like it doesn't matter if you're gay you would still be my son or blah like he was on the right side of history so I think he's not that extreme conservative as he likes to come across on the show I think most of it is, a, is an act yeah, I, I kind of have a feeling that they realize like they don't really have much going on in terms of a storyline. So yeah. it's like either Teresa drama or yeah, I guess like figuring out some relationship drama. And I don't know. I mean, the Teresa and Jackie fight was fun, but wait, I cried at No No's like beautiful ceremony. Like I just felt so sad. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't get over the, all those ugly canvas. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, also, like I mean, it's bizarre. Like, how, how can your friends get like some of these old photos of your parents right. and then like blown up? I'm like, what? Like that seems like a lot. Also, it's kind of bizarre because a lot of these, all of this was being filmed in the height of the pandemic in New Jersey, New York. Like it was so bad during this time, and it's like 75 people all unmasked, like having a ball, hugging and kissing. And, you know, I'm not, I, during this whole thing, like, I wasn't COVID police, like, that's not my job, I, I don't care what people do, but, like, it is bizarre to see, like, how nonchalant they're being, like, there's not even, like, the conversation of we're in a pandemic at all in Jersey. I know, <laughs> like, I know. and that, that annoys me as well, like, I mean, clearly we're all over this freaking pandemic, everyone is annoyed, because it's a worldwide thing, now, finally, I found a a platform where I can say that remember people it's not just in your country or in my country it's worldwide um so and everyone always says like yeah they're happy if they don't address it on the show and the shows are like an escape but I'm like no I kind of do want them to address COVID on the different shows and not just see them wearing now and then a mask or face shield and I also think because over here, all shows, they have to have a disclaimer in the beginning or put a disclaimer in the beginning um, that everyone has been COVID tested. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, so I think that's what they should do as well so that some things are a bit more understandable. I mean, it's still wrong to have 75 people or 200 people wedding. I mean. um, but still, <laughs> at least tell us beforehand that the people have been COVID tested before they yeah. filmed. I mean, Cynthia's wedding was kind of brutal to watch and then was hard because before she's like, it's so weird. Wendy Williams is being so mean to me about my wedding. It's like, yeah, well, <laughs> you really shouldn't be doing it. And this date that you've created in your head, 10, 10, 20, like it doesn't mean shit like I, I hate and I guess like people are like super sensitive about their wedding like some people in my family are planning a wedding right now and like it's such a touchy subject and you're not like allowed to say anything or breach any conversation about the wedding at the wedding the what it's like 
such a crock of stupid shit like I just hate it like I swear like when I get married I'm gonna fucking elope with Elvis in Las Vegas and tell my parents like three weeks later because I'm like this is a fucking waste of everybody's time I want to have one party a nice party drinks food not like Leanne Lockins with no food (laughs) a big charcuterie for my 300 guests well first you have to find a fiance so you have to go on the 90 day fiance that's true yeah I definitely want to find an international guy too he must must not be American that's like my only thing I mean we I we I suggested getting married to you for a green card situation so we can swap green cards but my mom was like I don't think the like the department of whatever immigration would believe that the two of you who met at a Heather McDonald podcast taping have gone all throughout like some of the gayest things in the world together (laughs) i don't think it's you two are gonna pass as a a couple i'm like what do you mean well your mom for a long time didn't even think i was real well yeah i mean having my parents definitely thought like i had an imaginary friend i was like i met this guy named jasper he is a german model slash dancer and he is uh, a flight attendant, so oh, he's only in town every so often. And when he's in town, I have to change my whole schedule in my life around him so we can hang out. And they're like, he's not real. Like, you're, like, this is your dream person that you're making up and t- talking about. Like, he's not real. And then you met my brother's fiance. And yes. all of the rumors were dispelled. It was true. You exist. <laughs> oh my god too funny i mean it would like make sense like the whole story is very odd like even like when i tell people i'm like oh yeah well like we went to this trivia night in queens and my friend was just like happened to be in town from germany <laughs> what? I'm, like, i can't explain it we don't know how this happened but <laughs> we immediately bonded over bravo and i mean other things too but this is this is the core of the friendship (laughs) oh funny so funny um but can we also take a quick detour back to cynthia bailey and 10 10 20 and all that bullshit and especially her hashtag chill like i don't get it because it's not short for Cynthia Bailey and Mike Hill. It's literally just her first name and his last name. That's not how, is it called an acronym? That's not how it works. Like Brangelina and <laughs> can't think of anyone else, but chill. No, that, that, no, it's wrong. Also like, it's not like you can make, make chill a hashtag. Like chill is a, is a word. it's like it's not like 50 cents or like whatever the stupid shit you want to make into a hashtag for your wedding for your couple name like chill is a thing like (laughs) and it doesn't have to do with you two I don't know how I don't know how I feel about him I like like him I don't like him I like him I don't like him I don't mind him but it's the same with her she's but I mean she's gorgeous but she's boring yeah she really has nothing going on. And yeah, I don't want to, I'm over chill. No, I like, honestly, I'd rather chill conversations than Mallory. Like Mallory on screen is just an <laughs> unhappy person at all times. She just like is a constant 
chill ruiner like she ruins a chill situation with her attitude I don't know she's just always like you can be happy for your sister yeah this probably won't work out and you were right about everything that you thought about Peter but like let people make their own mistakes just be happy so so good well Dolores Catania was supposedly spotted in Miami this past week with a hunky guy who is not David or Frank. And I think that's for the best because she needs to run from that motherfucker. Like he is so complacent and not into her in any way, shape or form. I just, I think she needs to move on. Well, are are we sure she wasn't spotted with Frank Jr.? (laughs) I mean, she does want to date her son. (laughs) Like that's- Seriously. I'm yeah that's so I mean I do like Dolores but how she is in love with her own son that's just wrong yeah so wrong it's a little Freudian um absolutely uh yeah I I I I don't I don't I mean obviously like Frankie Catania is so hot but I also like I'm not into like super aggressive big muscles like I feel like he's so stocky and big like it kind of doesn't do it for me I'm like you need to like lose a little bit of the bulk keep the muscle yeah yeah he needs to be careful um because he's gonna look like his dad when he's old I mean Frank senior is really muscular as well but it's yeah it's just bulky and his stomach like he has a belly even though it's just like all muscle but that's that's the ugliest thing ever when bodybuilders get old and have like this muscle belly (laughs) muscle belly (laughs) i feel like uh what's his name joe not joe frank senior was like in Venice Beach, like lifting weights with Arnold Schwarzenegger in the 80s. <laughs> like really, Probably. really tan, like in tiny shorts, and obviously no shirt in sight. And yeah. <laughs> like, ugh, yeah, I, I'm not really into that. Yeah. Well, ending the show on a very interesting hookup note. So uh, everybody knows what was going on with Madison LaCroix on Southern Charm when it came to the A-Rod stuff. Were they together? Were they not together? Who knows? But obviously she's moved on from Austin, which is great. However, she is now setting her sights on another Southern Charm cast member. And this is supposedly Whitney's turn to get Madison. And supposedly they were spotted at a very very popular cocktail bar in Charleston this Thursday. Madison and Whitney stumble in and they proceed to kiss right there in the middle of the bar on display. I guess... I mean, maybe Patricia's wish came true that Madison ended up with Whitney, but like, who knew that this these two would ever be a thing? It's, it's odd. Is Whitney the new Catherine Dennis? <laughs> Just making I his mean, rounds through every girl. Right? I mean, thank God she moved on from Austin. I mean, but... Austin is such a schmuck. Oh, he's disgusting. He's gross. Um, and I do have to say, Whitney with like the hair transplant, the 
Botox. plastic surgery, the Botox. He kind of looks hot. I agree with you. Agree. And to be fair, I mean, <laughs> compared to all the other guys on the show, it's not that hard to look hot, is it? Yeah, and he's like a decade older than all the other men, but you can tell like he's had a vegetable in the last six months. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you know what? I don't know. It's bizarre that they would now like be into each other, but he's the EP on a very hit show. He's got all of that mailbox money and family money. You know, I don't think Whitney wants to have kids per se, but she has a kid. So like he would get the kid without having to do like the child rearing in the beginning. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe this will work out, but it just, it seems like such an odd pair, but also it could be them trying to shake the A-Rod rumors. And they're like, let's get Madison in another conversation about her dating life so that A-Rod is kind of off the table. Yeah, it won't work out. No, I mean, it's not going to work out, of course, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And like, I mean, yeah, they need a storyline, I guess. Even though, well, they're preparing early for a storyline and they haven't started filming yet, right? Because the, the douches are on Winter House, the aren't they? Yeah, I and also supposedly there is some tea on Winter House. Wait, so a couple of weeks ago, I talked about how Sierra and Austin potentially hooked up, but then I saw today on Dumois or something. So, okay, this is from on Dumois that came in the other day. Have it on real authority that Bravo is combining franchises more than you think. Lindsay from Summer House is dating a new cast mate from Winter House. He's a male model named Jason. He probably makes her sandwiches. PH is hooking up with Craig from Southern Charm. Craig and his girlfriend, Natalie, broke up supposedly. Sierra is hooking up with Austin. Madison doesn't care. She's now hooking up with Whitney. Shep, Austin, Carl, Luke are all currently spending the weekend together at a golf tournament. Bravo is combining the show, shows and the hoes. <laughs> so we'll see all about that. And I, I, I feel bad for Shep's girlfriend because I feel like she's just like waiting for the call where he's like, hey, babe. Yeah, last night got a little crazy. Uh, I had like 40 drinks um, and I hooked up with, insert girl's name here. All right. Like, honey, you're not going to get what you want from him. Even if you don't put Well, I don't care for Winter House. I'm not going to watch Winter House. I don't watch Summer House. I'm not going to watch Spring or Autumn House. I'm not going to ha- watch any house. I'm just going to watch Housewives. Ooh, that was clever, <laughs> clever, very clever. Right? right. <laughs> Still got it. <laughs> As you do your leg kick, your Frederick <laughs> leg kick. <laughs> well, on that note, Jasper, thank you so much for coming on. This was so fun to do a news episode. I feel like we never talk in this vein, and I feel like we also have I talked know. about every franchise. We've touched on every single thing that possibly could come up, <laughs> like in either of our brains. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> It was like old times when we were sitting at the Four Seasons drinking, chugging martinis. Chugging, not even drinking. (laughs) And talking about Bravo. Uh, Well, Jasper, where can people find you, follow you, and yeah, find you and follow you? They can find me on my fucking couch because there's nothing to do (laughs) over here. (laughs) 
<laughs> and you can find me on Instagram, Jasper underscore HA, or on Twitter, where I'm trying to get blocked by every bravo celebrity under the sun. You're doing a really great job. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for catching up with me, Megan O'Donnell, on this episode of Bravo Happy Hour. Until next time, be sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on all social media platforms and feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any hot juicy gossip or just to say what's up. Stay tuned on Tuesdays and Fridays for more episodes of Bravo Happy Hour. And if you're loving the show, head on over to Apple Podcasts and give me some love in the form of a five-star review. Thanks for listening and have a great rest of your day. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.